0: the fight over data, sneak and peek orders. It's a new day in the fight over the government getting data of customers stored by tech companies, and the government has taken a step back. The Justice Department says it will limit the use of sneak and peek orders that force tech companies to turn over customers' data without alerting them to the clandestine interception of their information. The government was facing a lawsuit by Microsoft challenging the practices, and as a result of the new Justice Department guidelines, Microsoft will now drop that suit joining us are Jonathan Manns professor at the University of Buffalo School of Law and Michael Carroll director of the program on information justice and intellectual property at American University Washington College of Law Michael the government was getting warrants for the information explain Microsoft and the other tech giants objections
1: sure thanks and thanks for having me on Um, under the law that was passed back in 1986, um, there's a provision that says when the government gets um, an order, and there are three flavors of orders uh, to get information from uh, one of these Internet service providers, they can also require this service provider not to notify the subscriber or anyone else. And the Department of Justice, according to a lawsuit Microsoft filed, had uh, in, in 5,600 of these orders they had received, and about 2,600 of those they were required to basically be gagged, not to tell anyone else. Um, so this was a this was a widespread, commonplace practice uh, that the Department of Justice has reviewed and now issued a new guidance that comp- that cuts back significantly on this silencing. Um, of of the of the tech companies
2: Jonathan this is a i mean it's sort of interesting here you've got these orders that are very broad that you know, Microsoft sued over them but how legally could the government get away with doing order after order that kept this in that kept these searches so secret
3: yeah you know the, the trouble here is that the the law that Congress passed authorizing these uh, secrecy orders was extremely permissive. I mean, it still is, actually. The, the statute on the books hasn't changed. Um, what's changed here is that DOJ is sort of agreeing to limit itself. Um, and there's basically two, two big changes here. You know, One, they're, they're now saying that secrecy orders, these gag orders, aren't generally going to last forever. Um, they typically will only last for up to one year. Um, we'll see how that plays out in practice. And the other, the other big change is that they're now going to give the judge specific reasons why they want a gag order and not just submit sort of boilerplate requests that don't actually explain to the judge the reason the government wants secrecy. Uh, the trouble is, is that the, the, the law actually hasn't been changed, so it's still much too easy to get these gag orders, in my opinion. Um, and, and that's because uh, you know, when the government obtains these kinds of gag orders, they're really restricting the First Amendment free speech rights of the companies, And so they should be required to show that that the gag is actually necessary to meet a government's interest and that there's no other way to do so. And that's actually what the court um, rules in this case um, in, in allowing the case to proceed.
0: We've been talking to Jonathan Maines of the Buffalo School of Law and Michael Carroll of the American University Washington College of Law about the Justice Department announcing new guidelines scaling back the use of sneak and peek orders. Michael, Microsoft's President Brad Smith applauded the new guidelines, and he said there'll be no longer any vague legal standards allowing the government to get secrecy orders. The Justice Department said that going forward, prosecutors must conduct a, quote, individualized and meaningful assessment of whether a secrecy order is needed. Isn't that still a little vague?
1: No. Within the criminal law, that, that kind of uh, standard is a, is a well-known standard in, in the investigation of, of crimes and other kinds of uh, uh, similar processes. So it, it, as Jonathan said, the the memo is quite specific that you have to tell the judge what the facts are that you already know that are the basis for your asking for secrecy, which is, is quite different from uh, the more broad standard that the statute actually lays out.
2: Jonathan, if the statute has such a broad standard and the government's been using it all this time what's the motivation here that caused the Justice Department to issue these new guidelines?
3: So I think Microsoft actually deserves uh, quite a bit of credit for bringing this lawsuit um, and uh, and bringing this issue forward uh, you know their, their lawsuit alleged that that this practice violated the first its own First Amendment rights and also the Fourth Amendment rights of of users who aren't able to to know that the government is obtaining their information and challenge um, those searches, and uh, and the court basically um, agreed far as you know letting the case proceed um, on the First Amendment claims, and and so I think I think basically that the lawsuit forced the Department of Justice to reevaluate its policy and to try to um, improve its practices um, in response, and and uh, and that's what's prompted the change that we we see today,
0: Michael. The memo says prosecutors shouldn't delay notifying people whose communications have been obtained for more than a year, as was mentioned, barring exceptional circumstances. Is a year a long time if someone is being investigated and perhaps wants to try to head off the charges in some way?
1: Not not necessarily, because uh, I said there were three flavors. So one of these flavors would be a subpoena, which would be an an order early on in the case just to get subscriber information to present to a grand jury. So you might not even have a criminal indictment and a criminal case that has gotten started in the courts. And so requesting secrecy during that period because the grand jury process is also secret, um, it it seems like a reasonable uh, time. I mean, I agree. There, there would be, um, there's a, a pending law that would require more of the Justice Department. But a year does not seem out of bounds uh, compared to the, the time that they were looking at um, with some, un, you know, indefinite orders to stay secret.
2: Jonathan, the Justice Department, these guidelines, has come up with these guidelines which sound on their face fairly reasonable. Microsoft's dropping the suit. Is this enough or should Congress still act on this matter?
3: You know, I, I think this is a step in the right direction, but I, I don't think it's enough. Um, I think that, you know, like I said before, the standards are still a little bit too loose for actually getting these orders. And maybe even more important, um, you know, with the shift of all of our information to the cloud, you know, all of our emails and sensitive information is now stored with third parties online, um, it, it means that the government um, is now going to be relying on these kinds of searches to third-party tech companies <laughs> to obtain information about individuals when in the past they would have had to get a warrant and and get it from you you know get it from you 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 would be on notice because they'd be um, uh, you know searching your papers Uh, and so this is this is really a a fundamental shift in the way that investigations occur and it it strikes me that um, you know congress needs to be thinking carefully about how we want to adapt the protections of Um, the the Electronic Communications Privacy Act to this this new world in which so much of our lives are lived online through tech companies.
0: Michael, Microsoft said in a statement, it's not done with its work to improve the use of secrecy orders, and it will continue to turn to the courts if needed. How do you read that?
1: Well, I think as Jonathan had said, this is the Justice Department limiting itself. Um, And so Microsoft is just letting everyone know that um, if, if the Justice Department either doesn't live up to its word in this new guidance or um, otherwise starts to engage in other kinds of behavior that, that Microsoft will reserve all of its rights to to ask the courts to intervene again.
2: Jonathan, how will we know if the new guidelines are actually working and effective in the way that they should be?
3: That, that's actually a great question. Um, th- this, this whole scheme, I think, still depends on companies like Microsoft uh sort of stepping up and sounding the alarm if they think things are uh going off the rails. Uh so the companies are the ones receiving these surveillance orders, they'll, they'll be the ones receiving gag orders moving forward. And it's really um you know we're we're all really relying on them to uh step up and go to court or to alert their customers when the gag orders expire, or otherwise to sort of alert the public that something uh might not be quite right. So um, so hopefully, I mean, I'm hopeful that companies like Microsoft will continue to, to sort of uh, have their customers' interests in mind when addressing these issues. It, it also occurs to me that, um, you know, one thing the government could commit to doing in these kinds of cases is that once the gag orders are no longer necessary, um, they could sort of unseal the, the court proceedings that led to the, the, the search order. So if it was uh, the kind of surveillance order that required them to go to court to get authorization, um, that could be unsealed so that the public could see, you know, how how these surveillance orders were being used.
0: Michael, what are the chances that the ECPA Modernization Act, which was a bipartisan bill, uh, will pass in about thirty seconds?
1: Yeah, it's great. Well, the the House passed it unanimously. You wouldn't understand that Congress can actually all agree on something, but modernizing privacy law in the internet age, they agree on. Um, a bill's been introduced into the Senate. Given all the other things going on in the Senate, I, I can't ballpark that. <laughs> um, I think that I think there's one little hang-up with uh, the Security and Exchange Commission uh, wanting to retain some power that it might lose, um, and that's, that's really what's holding it up. Um, but I think the need to modernize privacy law is is really strong and strongly felt by members across both on both right. sides of the aisle.
0: Thank you both so much for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Michael Carroll of the American University of Washington College of Law and Jonathan Maines of the University of Buffalo School of Law. Coming up on Bloomberg Law, a fan strikes out in his lawsuit against the New York Yankees.